Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host live from Vegas. Your other host on the East Coast, live from Boston, Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, we have the NBA draft, the association. Um, you know, a lot of information out there floating around. It's not like the NFL draft, but it's exciting because we can bet on it. Some people have different opinions on this year's draft. It's not that deep or it's not that sexy or uh, it doesn't have that appeal to it. But I think it does, especially when you can bet on it. So uh, we know the order. We got Detroit, Houston, Cleveland, Toronto, Orlando for the first five picks. Uh, any line movement to note? Yeah, definitely some line movements in old Pritch. And uh, they told me these were the dog days of summer where nothing's going on, Pritch. I feel like the last couple of days, it's just been crazy here with, right. with Aaron Rodgers, NFL, uh, you know, NHL free agency, NBA draft, a lot going on. And of course, baseball, which we love grinding every day. But uh, Pritch, a couple moves, you know, we did, we talked earlier about Evan Mobley. Uh, just an update here on Jalen Green. Jalen Green is a guy uh, that we've been talking about on Betting Across America for, I feel like, maybe the last couple of weeks here. Uh, and we're seeing consistent, uh, continued movement toward Jalen Green going second overall here uh, to the Houston Rockets. So if you go back 
about a week ago, Jalen Green was a very slight favorite around minus 160 to go second overall. Uh, yesterday, I was doing my pod market insights, uh, and he was, I think he was minus 200. I wake up today, Pritch, he's minus 400. Mm. So Jalen Green is picking up a lot of steam here to go second overall. Uh, and this is the sort of thing that I look for, you know, close out to the NBA draft. Is there a leak coming out? You know, does, has he been given a, a wink, wink, nod, nod that they're going to take him second overall? We did hear rumors that the Rockets were going to try to move up and get go number one for Cunningham, but uh, I don't think that I don't Detroit. You're not going to make that move. I think you're you're taking Cunningham here. He's minus five thousand, but there's no value to betting Cunningham minus five five thousand. You got to risk so much. You're not getting enough in return. It's it's such a a high number. It's kind of an auto bet, not a, a bet to lay off of. Uh, but really, the play here to me is is Green second pitch. Minus 400, it's a high number, but if you wake up tomorrow, it could be minus 1,000. I think it's your last chance to get down on Jalen yeah. Green second overall uh, because this thing is moving up, up, up. Uh, we talked about Scotty Barnes fifth, really making a leap here. The one that was intriguing to me, Pritch, is Jalen Suggs. I really like Suggs going fourth uh, to Toronto. I think he's a perfect fit here. Uh, if you lose Kyle Lowry, you, you know you reset, uh, restock the shelves with another young, good, uh, kind of tough point guard like Jalen Suggs. The weird thing is his number hasn't moved. So on the one hand, he's still minus 160 uh, Jalen Suggs to go fourth here. But I wonder, there are rumors about, will Toronto make a trade? Will they package number four in Siakam to get a big name player? My only concern is if there's a trade, a team like someone else, you know, it, it's notable to me that these top five picks are all moving mm -hmm. toward the favorite, except Suggs is staying where he's at. So on the one hand, it's a good number. Could there be another shoe that drops? The other thing I'll throw out, yeah, no value to betting Cade Cunningham, but there is a prop bet out there at BetMGM to pick the exact uh, first three picks, the exact outcome. Okay. So I like this bet. It's minus 250, Pritch. It's a minus number, but Cade Cunningham one, Jalen Green two, Evan, Mo Evan Mobley three. If those three things all happen in that order, Cade, Green, and Mobley minus 250, I like that bet. I think that I expect yeah. that to happen. That's not bad at all. So one more time on the, on the line movement with uh, Jalen Green. Jalen Green now minus 400. Yesterday was minus 200. Right. We could go minus 160. He is really becoming uh, a bigger and bigger favorite here to go second to the Rockets. As more information comes out about him, because I remember on Monday's show, um, I think he was hovering around at minus 160 uh, in terms of being a second overall pick. And, and so the more information, like he's a three-level scorer now. I mean, you're hearing that. Uh, and as because we didn't really focus in on the G League uh, where Jalen Green was in averaging uh, 17, almost 18 points a game. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. And also, you got to give the kid credit. I mean, it takes some guts to to skip college, you know, to go from high school to playing against, um, you know, you know, really grown men, guys mm -hmm. who played in the NBA, had a cup of coffee in the NBA. The competition is much much higher. You get acclimated more to the pro the pro game. It's still the G League, but I think that maybe that is winning over. Not his talent's the number one thing. If you're not talented, you know, it doesn't matter the leap you make. But the fact that he went high school to the G League put up 17 points a game uh, and really showed as, as a young professional player. I think a lot of, a lot of teams see that and they like that add up all the physical traits, the talent, but making that leap, I think you got to respect the kid for banking on himself, believing in himself uh, and doing very well. And is, is probably one and done year in the G league. Yeah, absolutely. It might be too expensive right there for the Houston Rockets, that situation. OKC uh, flirting with trying to get to number one. I don't think they're going to be able to do that. The Pistons probably locked in on Cade Cunningham, but uh, the exact order, one, two, three, minus 250, not bad right there. Not a bad choice uh, coming up for the NBA draft later on uh, this week. It's betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, is out in Boston. Deep dive time, National Football League, Josh Applebaum. The Cleveland Browns, 
a lot of people are excited about this franchise uh, going forward in the 2021 season. Let's start with their win total, uh, 10 and a half. Uh, right now, the over minus 120, the under plus 100. Yeah, so this is a win total that I already made a bet on this one, Pritch. I like the over. This is one of my, uh, you know, put it up, put it up there with my my Jaguars under six and a half, my my Tampa Bay Buccaneers over eleven and a half. This is one that I, I made uh, quite a bit ago, but uh, I think this is a team that's on the rise. I'm really high on the Cleveland Browns. You know, it's been tough for their fans at the dog pound. They leave, they, they you know they move cities, they come back. They've been terrible forever. Now you have the team that I think is building and building kind of like yesterday's conversation about the Buffalo bills. Uh, Cleveland went 11 and five last year. Their over under is 10 and a half this year with the over juiced up minus 120. So can you, can you replicate your season and get 11 or more wins and get an extra game this year? The 17th game. I think you can, uh, this is a team again, where Baker Mayfield, I think Baker Mayfield has learned a lot in the NFL pitch. He was kind of a cocky player to start. Uh, maybe was a little in over his head, uh, had a good year, had a bad year, was up and down, but I think he may have discovered something or figured something out or working with Stefanski kind of uh, not asking him to, to do too much leaning on the running game and being more of a, you know, the word you don't want to say the game manager, quote unquote, <laughs> uh, but still show you some flashes. You have Baker improving another year in the system. He's going for another big contract. So he's got the, uh, the added incentive to want to play. Well, you have Stefanski in year two, who won coach of the year, great running game. You still have miles Garrett. You add Clowney, you draft on defense with Newsom and uh, Omarua Karoa. I probably butchered that one, that linebacker from, I think Notre Dame Pritch. Um, but to me, this is a team that's rising and really, um, you know, gave the chiefs a run for their money there in that playoff game. Give me the over 11, uh, the over 10 and a half. I think this team wins the 11 or more games. Uh, I'm high on the Browns. this okay. year. Okay. So questions here uh, because I'm actually high on the Browns too, but haven't decided on the win total yet uh, to go over and it's minus 120 or under uh, plus a hundred. So this is a franchise that has not made the playoffs, uh, but one time <laughs> since 2002, uh, 11 head coaches. I'm not even going to count the quarterbacks <laughs> <laughs> between 2002 until now. Uh, but could last year's season be an outlier season? Or do you really, when you look at this team, uh, really believe there's some consistency here uh, and the building blocks to sustain that? I think you finally have a reason for optimism here, Pritch. And, you know, uh, the joke you, you see when we talk about the quarterbacks, you know, there's this thing on Twitter where there's like a, a, a guy who had like a Tim Couch jersey or Achilles <laughs> Smith, or I forgot who it was, but like uh, he's got the jersey and he just puts tape over it and he mm -hmm. gets next quarterback next. It's like, it's <laughs> right. like 20 quarterbacks long. So uh, finally with Baker, you, you feel like you found your guy, but um, I agree, Pritch, you know, to me, the easy play, I think, is to take the over, but I don't want to outsmart myself because sometimes the easy play is over, yet they juice up the under, and mm -hmm. you know Vegas is telling you something like, "Hey, be careful here. Maybe they had a good year. Maybe the breaks went their way." You know, one thing they a lot of uh, wise guys look at is this thing called Pythagorean. So it kind of like um, equates how lucky you got last year, like your point for point against. You know, fumbles. Did every fumble go to the other team? Whereas another year, every fumble uh, would have gone in your way. So there's all these things to kind of rank and rate how lucky or unlucky you got. And a lot of the numbers I've seen with Cleveland is that um, they're kind of just a good team. They're on the rise. And again, the running game to me is really the key. If you can keep both Chubb and cream Hunt healthy and lean on that and not have Baker do too much. And you're getting Odell Beckham back. Right. Also Stefanski's to me, Pritch Stefanski seems like he could be the real deal. He's kind of a no nonsense guy. He's known as a, a really smart offensive guy. You know, he learned under Zimmer there with, with the Vikings for quite a few years. Um, I, I, I would readily admit if it's juiced up under, you know, I'm talking myself into it, but to me, it makes sense. It's juiced up over. 
Um, sometimes if it makes sense, sometimes it cashes. So I'll go over. A lot of respect for Stefanski. Uh, Alex Van Pelt, uh, who's been in the league as a player and a coach a long time. He's the OC. Uh, you got Joe Woods, who uh, was groomed. Uh, I, I think uh, Wade Phillips kind of kind of coached there in Denver. And now he's uh, making his name known out there with Cleveland as a defensive coordinator. So stability with the coaching staff, for sure. Uh, working well together. I think they got the parts. Uh, the quarterback situation, Baker Mayfield. Uh, Baker Mayfield had this on his Instagram. Josh uh, had to put the time in to let him know what time it is. Uh, he's motivated about being in a contract situation and trying to be consistent. Uh, obviously, he had an outstanding rookie season Fourth incoming year for this small, incapable walk-on. Uh, so, you know, that here's my Tom Brady reference. What he <laughs> used as a uh, chip on his shoulder. Baker is playing with a chip on his shoulder as well. He always has. Yeah, exactly, Pritch. And again, this is the sort of thing where you can make all the money in the world. You can win all the awards. Tom Brady, what gives him the chip? you know, uh, going sixth round, you know, having all these teams pass on him. And I think Baker can really use that as motivation as well. Like uh, I know Michael Lombardi, our buddy, you know, he was kind of hammering him for all these commercials he was doing right. the progressive, the insurance. And it's like, okay, Baker, like you've won nothing in the league. Like take it easy here. Like focus on the playbook and, and being a good player instead of, you know, being a, a celebrity here. But I think he learned from that. And I think uh, again, keeping that chip on your shoulder, it's kind of like, you know, if you get laid off from a job uh, and you get a new job, Pritch, like, um, you're, you're never going to take it for granted. You're always going to remember that terrible day when you were let go. So whoever you go to next, you're going to, you're going to be your best. You're going to never take anything for granted, never take any paycheck for granted. I think that's a little bit of a connection there. Uh, and I like your point kind of with the Brady chip on his shoulder. He had a, you know, bet, uh, fight against drew Henson. Remember him? He was supposed to be the baseball player, uh, you know, the quarterback there, like, uh, you never lose that part of you. You can get all the money, all the accolades, but there's still a part of you who, uh, who remembers that. And I think that could be a great reason to motivate Baker to have an even better year and get Odell Beckham back. I mean, mm -hmm. again, the guy, uh, we some, sometimes we sleep on Beckham. If he's healthy, you pair him with Landry. They got some other players there. Uh, you know, that's going to be a, 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 a definite upgrade there, you would imagine, uh, for Baker. Yeah, Baker Mayfield never forgetting he was a walk-on at one point. Uh, that's clearly his motivation. But Odell Beckham Jr., uh, a guy who is immensely talented, Josh is looking at I'm looking at the odds for the Cleveland Browns to finish first uh, in that division, the AFC North uh, plus 150 uh, and then to make the playoffs minus 200. Certainly uh, wild card spot plus 190. So Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, immensely talented, but maybe got off the wrong on got onto the wrong page in terms of motivation and what he was playing for. But now it seems like he's on the right play page with the Cleveland Browns when it comes to becoming a team player wanting to do the right things for the team and, and understanding what successful or what will be successful for the team. It seems like Odell Beckham Jr. might be on the same page there. Yeah, I think that's also good news. I mean, you go back to Odell. Remember that game with the Giants, that insane catch where, you know, he reaches way back behind him. It's like one of the greatest catches you'll ever see. Uh, everything was kind of given to Odell early and he played great, put up a ton of numbers. An injury is another thing that can really humble you, Pritch. Brings, mm -hmm. You know, provides a lot of perspective here. You can be on top of the world, one of the best receivers ever, and, you know, you can get hurt and have it all taken away from you. So uh, these are these little things that if you add them all up, uh, the chip on your shoulder, the coming back from an injury, being a walk-on, uh, to me, you add it all together. And I think that locker room, uh, maybe these guys keep everybody grounded and don't get too high, don't get too low. Uh, and, and really, you know, that can uh, reverberate, you know, across the locker room. So that's another reason that, hey, maybe this team is is really just, you know, laser focused on their goal, which is another reason why if you like that over 10 and a half, 
juiced up over minus 120. Maybe that's a, an ancillary benefit um, to to kind of the, the the just chip on your shoulder for the mm-hmm. whole team. Maybe everyone kind of has that mindset. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as a former wide receiver myself, Josh, we've been known to get off uh, onto our own page uh, because of the selfish nature of the position, right? Uh, and so my experience uh, with players that might fit the description of Odell Beckham Jr. Think about Andre Risen. Uh, a guy who was immensely talented, thought of himself as one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver uh, in the league. But it was all about him, though. But once he got with Green Bay and got to a team in which it wasn't really going to be about him, it was going to be about the team, lo and behold, he helps that team get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. Uh, so I, I see Odell Beckham Jr. trending that way, like an Andre Risen, a guy who is incredibly talented as a wide receiver, but was probably thinking of himself first. Now, if he puts the team first, he could be an added weapon, a necessary weapon for Baker Mayfield in that offense. I agree with you, Pritch. And again, I'll give you a Patriots reference. Randy Moss, <laughs> right. 07 same year. Well, the same thing. You know, he was the guy who lit the world on fire with the Minnesota Vikings, you know, had some touchdown dances that uh, maybe weren't in the best of, of taste. I'm thinking of one in particular that I think happened in Green Bay uh, around the goal line here. But um, what happens? He, go, he signs a big deal with, what was, who was it, Oakland Pritch? They get a fourth-round pick for him. And Belichick can say, hey, uh, you were kind of a scrap heap player. He get, his career was resurrected. You know, he could buy into the Patriots. Patriot way, all the, which by the way, the Patriot way was Tom Brady, Pritch. The Patriot way uh, was Brady winning all these games. I think that's kind of what we've, what we figured out here, but same sort of thing. Mm -hmm. A guy who um, can change teams uh, can really kind of, you know, just get back to the roots of, of being a good teammate, being a good player and having perspective that, uh, Hey, there aren't too many chances we get in life too many chances we get in the NFL um, and, and Hey, you got to make the most of it. So uh, I liken that to almost a Randy Moss situation going to the Patriots in 07, right? Antonio Brown, uh, just to keep it with Brady right there. He's a super bowl champion now because uh, he shut up <laughs> and he wasn't about him anymore. Uh, thinking about the Cleveland Browns too, from the AFC perspective, plus plus seven fifty, uh, Josh Applebaum to win the AFC. What do you think? Uh, 750. That's a, it's an opportunity there. I just think it's going to be tough for them to get past uh, the chiefs and the bills. I mean, uh, I think it's a team that's going to knock on the door. It maybe gives them a scare, but you need everything to break, right? You need uh, a good year with no injuries. You need, um, you know, you know, we need some luck on your, on your side here to, to unseat a lot of these teams. And uh, Pritch, I was seeing Patrick Mahomes today. I think he's uh, still the favorite plus 500 MVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some clips on Twitter. He's doing like no look passes like behind the, I mean, the guy yeah. he's working on some stuff that probably we've never seen before, even though we think we've seen it all, but I just think it's going to be tough to get by the chiefs. So 750, it's a pretty good number. You know, if they get to the AFC championship game, you could maybe have a hedging opportunity. Uh, but to me, the chiefs, the bills, uh, maybe the Ravens, I don't know, something like that. Those are the teams that you're gonna have to look out for. But I would say that week one line Cleveland at KC Pritch. If you like Cleveland, I would wait because you're going to get a lot of Chiefs money as we get closer to week one. Chiefs open minus six. Looks like they could be going to six and a half. We all know how important those key numbers are. You know, if the uh, if the Chiefs win by six, you want to have the hook with the six and a half to win that bell with Cleveland. So if you like Cleveland and dogs do very well mm-hmm. week one and early season in the in the NFL, I'd hold out for a six and a half with Cleveland in that in that game. Yeah, we'll get to be, be able to size up that bet really uh, plus seven fifty to win the AFC because of week one, like you mentioned, Browns at Chiefs uh, minus six uh, right there in that matchup. Uh, other notable games, you got the Browns at the Chargers too. A lot of people are high on the Chargers. Uh, they're a favorite on the road, minus a point and a half right now. You got Browns at Packers later on in the year, too. So uh, we get to play our props. Baker Mayfield, I don't know what you think about 39, 75 and a half passing yards and 29 and a half passing touchdowns. 
Yeah, I don't have a huge lean there either way, Pritch. You know, I'd consider maybe the overpassing yards. That seems kind of low, but then also their team likes to run the ball. Mm So uh, instead of having, you know, a a 60-40, you know, throw to pass split, maybe it's closer to 50-50. The 29 and a half passing TDs can get you 30 touchdowns. Uh, You'd think with with Odell coming back that maybe you'd get a little bit of a boost there. So I'd lean a little bit over, but um, I don't know. To me, I like them as a team stat-wise. I don't know. I think they could spread the wealth a little bit, which would make you sweat some of these props. But what do you think, Pritch? What do you expect out of Baker? Do either of those props interest you? Well, in a contract year, I can see over 29 and a half passing touchdowns. Um, in a contract year, 39, 75 and a half passing yards to uh, I, I do want to see Baker take that next step uh, as a drop back player. I mean, they're going to have to play action uh, with the running game. We'll get to the rushing props here in a minute. Uh, but certainly that's going to be effective for him. But I, I, I need to see him evolve as a passing or a drop back passer. Uh, meaning no play action fake, just drop back and set up and throw, reading a defense. But Odell Beckham Jr. should help him uh, if he's fully healthy, though. Uh, so looking to go over that at some point, maybe, Josh. Uh, but let's get to those rushing totals. 13.75 and a half rushing yards for Nick Chubb, 6.50 and a half rushing yards for Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Chubb. That feels like a high number, though, to me, yeah, Chris. I know you're getting the... It doesn't it. You're getting the extra game. The guy's been great. Um, of course, you know, don't make me go back to the, you know, sitting on the the, the, the one yard line and, and not going in for a touchdown right. and made people's heads explode last year. But um, to me, I would lean more cream hunt and cream hunt is a guy that maybe it could be the better play here going over six fifty and a half. and uh, If Chubb gets injured, if they want to spread the wealth, if they want to really have kind of that one, two punch to me, Kareem hunt is a guy, another year in the system, uh, another year acclimated and really the offensive line with Cleveland is just so good. They're big, they're strong, uh, really road graders. They're great for uh, the running game, but I don't know. The, the number just seems high. Maybe, Maybe touchdowns for Chubb. I'd lean a little bit more. Can he get you 12 touchdowns? As a guy that's uh, down the goal line can score quite a bit for you. But I would lean more Kareem Hunt, the over 650 and a half. Uh, Pritch, what's your take on this uh, this two uh, two running back race? Um, I really like Nick Chubb. Uh, but the, the I think when you break down how many carries he's going to get, he's highly effective. Uh, he is the number one. Uh, I think they're going to use Kareem Hunt uh, as a – uh, a number two as opposed to one A, one B kind of situation. So I can see Nick Chubb getting enough carries uh, to go over that. Again, health is always a question, though, uh, with a running back. I do want to hit on Stefanski uh, and his numbers of coach of the year, 12 to 1, Josh. And then also, are we sleeping on the defense? Because you got Miles Garrett at plus uh, at uh, 12 and a half sacks here uh, for his totals. Uh, and that defense, I think maybe people are not sleeping on it, but certainly the caliber that they could be this year uh, could help the Cleveland Browns, uh, in fact, get to that AFC championship situation. I'm with you, Pritch. Yeah. So first off, Stefanski, 12, you know, 12 to one. I don't know if you win it one year, it's kind of hard to get back to back. The yeah. NFL is like, you, you really want to give it to someone else. The storyline, it's going to be tough. Uh, it's just very rare. I don't, I can't honestly tell you the last time a coach of the year won it twice in a row. It's, so you're kind of uh, up against the the wall there with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say, you know, Miles Garrett's intriguing over 12 and a half sacks. That could be maybe worth a look. The other one that caught my eye, Pritch, is comeback player of the year for Odell Beckham. He's 25 to one. I mean, I do like Dak Prescott, comeback player of the year. Uh, I think he's plus 180. It's a very small payout. He's a big favorite there. Obviously, we've talked about Christian McCaffrey, some of these other players coming back from injury. Um, but 25 to 1 Odell, what if he gets you over 1,000 yards and he's, he's back to his old self? 
that number, I don't know if he'll win it, but that number seems pretty juicy. Yeah, it kind of seems strange that uh, we get excited about the Cleveland Browns. I'm not going to lie to you, <laughs> Josh. It still feels Bizarro strange. world, Fred. Bizarro <laughs> world, but we're excited about the Cleveland Browns. What can we say? Uh, coming up next on the program, uh, we're going to get to Would You Rather when, we comes, when it comes to the college football uh, season. A lot of movement, a lot of news in college football. That's next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of and those. Then never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real, live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. (laughs) I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learned something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast.
Welcome back to the program, Betting Across America. Betting Across America is presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. Uh, Josh, college football, all the news swirling. Um, but let's get to would you rather, because the interesting situations here uh, in the ACC. So would you rather have Miami plus 130 or North Carolina plus 130 to win the ACC Coastal Division? Yeah, so Pritch, I dug into a little bit into their win totals here. I'm going to go North Carolina. I know Miami, Dara King, uh, who coming back from that injury, guy who's a, uh, could be a, you know, a top pick here coming up next year's draft. Really flashy guy, really exciting. We all remember the U, uh, which is you know kind of just a team that everyone, I remember when I was in high school, the U was like the coolest thing in the world. Uh, everyone uh, in my school used to love them. But, they're um, all right. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all right, Rich. They're okay. Uh, but I would say I'm going to go North Carolina. You know, the interesting, interesting thing, they're both plus 130 mm-hmm. to win the ACC, but the win total is both nine and a half, and Miami is under nine and a half minus 145. North Carolina is over nine and a half minus 120. So even though they have the same odds, the win total is actually juiced to the over for UNC, juiced to the under for Miami. So kind of reading between the lines, that tells me that uh, instead of just going off, you know, the futures price to win the conference, the win total is kind of pulling back the curtain saying maybe odds makers think UNC could have the slightly better year. So I'll go UNC in this one, Pritch. Uh, also, uh, who is it? Howell, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's 16 to one here. Right. Uh, I know Michael Lombardi is high on Howell as, as a prospect. But what do you think, Pritch? Am I right or would you go Miami in this one? No, I'm all over North Carolina. I'm, I'm, I think um, Clemson and North Carolina will meet for, meet for that ACC championship. Uh, uh, when you're looking at Miami, uh, we had Gino Toretto on the program last week, and he talked about replacing some prominent players. And the U uh, is not back to being a U to, in which they could do that. Uh, for a while there, you know, Miami was Alabama, basically producing NFL first-rounders uh, repeatedly. But they're going to have to stockpile some more talent there. So that might take some time, even though they have King coming back from that injury to his knee. Uh, I'm all over North Carolina this year. I'm with you, Pritch. And again, you know, going through some of these other teams, and that's another thing you can do. Like, you know, if you're looking for these futures prices, pull back the curtain. There are other bets on the board. Like, odds makers aren't going to come out and tell you that they like UNC better. Mm-hmm. But if you do your research and you kind of play uh, different prop bets off each other, win totals, you can pull back the curtain and maybe get some insight there. A um, couple more that just caught my eye. I'll get your take here, Pritch. Uh, I noticed Pittsburgh, 10 to 1. I don't know if they can win the ACC, but their win total is 7. And it's one of the highest juiced up win total overs, minus 145. So what do you think of Pitt? You know, could they make a move here? Could they win you eight or more games? They're down the, they're down the list here. Right. But that over, over seven is juiced up for the Panthers. Well, it does speak of the lack of competition in that conference for sure. Uh, I don't know if Pittsburgh's one of those top programs in which I would back them from the talent standpoint or programming uh, building standpoint, but certainly could back them in a win total uh, because of the weakness of that conference, though. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. And again, something always uh, mm-hmm. keep in the back of your head. But uh, Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, I'll throw that one at you, Pritch. And I'm just looking for juiced up right. totals um, each time. Here's another one. Georgia Tech under five, minus 120. Could they have a long year, Pritch? That, could they win you four or fewer games? What do you think? Because uh, the the juice is to the under for the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, that yeah, maybe. I mean, follow, follow that juice for sure. You know, Georgia <laughs> Tech's right there in Atlanta, too, which is surprising to me. Um, from a talent standpoint, they're going up the road to Georgia. Uh, and I want to get to Georgia, though, because we have a would-you-rather situation uh, with Clemson and Georgia that first game of the year because you have the quarterbacks here. DJ, 11-1 uh, for Clemson, 
or JT Daniels, 11-1 to win the Heisman? I mean, which would you rather have? As I mentioned, a lot of talent going up north instead of staying in a city at Georgia Tech, going up north to Athens in the University of Georgia. Yeah, this is an intriguing one too, Pritch. Same price here, you know, 11 to 1. I will admit JT Daniels has moved up quite a bit uh, along the Heisman odds. I mean, mm -hmm. it's a guy I feel like he was maybe 20 to 1, 15 to 1. Uh, you look now again, 11 to 1. So there is movement here, which tells me probably some respect and money has come in on Daniels. I'll go DJ Ungolele. I mean, he did get a little taste last year when Trevor Lawrence had the COVID issues. This is a guy that came out as a extremely highly touted prospect. I like what I've seen from him going into his next year. Uh, now, now being able to take over with Lawrence gone. So I'll lean Ungolele. I can't, I can't spell it for you, Pritch, uh, but I'll lean Ungolele. But what do you think? Am I, am I dismissing Daniels? Are you high on Daniels? I, I kind of high on JT Daniels. I, I think the culture at Georgia over the years, they've had so many quarterbacks to choose from. In fact, a couple of them transferred out of there, uh, Fields and Easton. Uh, that's when you're recruiting the top quarterbacks year after year after year, it gets crowded there. Uh, ultimately, you're going to have to decide uh, on a direction. And I think Georgia has finally done that, uh, along with some great athletes in that defense. So that week one matchup, I mentioned 11-1 um, odds right now to choose from from those two quarterbacks, though, uh, Josh. So the winner of that Clemson-Georgia game gets interesting from a Heisman Trophy standpoint, too. Uh, so a lot more to discuss here with college football. I love that discussion right there. Uh, coming up next on the program, NFC West receiving totals. It's coming up next. football betting guides are coming soon and there is no better way to prepare for the college or pro football seasons our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals division finishes and player awards each guide is only 20 bucks and discounts are available when you buy both now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for vcin all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe welcome back to the program it's betting across america mike pritchard josh applebaum with you uh so josh nfc west receiving totals uh gets dicey because again defenses um certainly uh but here we go deandre hopkins 1300 and a half receiving yards seven and a half receiving touchdowns now uh we know the story there with, with d hop uh are you inclined to pounce here uh at this moment probably wait i would assume I would too. Yeah. And Pritch, you know, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, he'll probably go over this number. I mean, you're looking at his career. He had 14, 1,407 yards last year, his first year with Kyler Murray, you're getting an extra game. Now you have a number uh, second year working with Murray. Uh, you know, look at his, if you look at his Deandre Hopkins stats, he's a hall of famer, Pritch. He's mm. got over 10,000 receiving yep. yards, 60 touchdowns. I mean, uh, that, that's pretty, I knew he was a good player, but wow, that you look at his, his career numbers and uh, you can get, you can get pretty impressed there, but right. I would agree with you. Like I, I'll be totally honest with you, Pritch. I'm not going to bet on a lot of these guys who are kind of reluctant to take the vaccine. It's not a political statement. It has nothing to do with politics. It's just 
Are you going to get COVID later in the year? Are you going to miss time? Like, uh, I want a player who um, isn't going to, you know, cause a stir over this from a selfish standpoint, because if I put money on Hopkins, he's having a great year, and then he catches COVID because he won't take the vaccine, misses games. I mean, these are how these prop bets, it's a crazy world we live in, but these are the things you got to consider. So, um, you know, I hope no one gets it. I, I never wish that on anyone, but with that up in the air and his reluctance to not take it, it just gives me concern. What if he misses a couple games mm-hmm. and doesn't cash her over? That's what I would be concerned about. Okay, I'm curious about your thoughts on this next situation uh, when it comes to a team in this division. It's the Seattle Seahawks. So uh, uh, let Russell Cook was the mantra, I guess, last year. Maybe a year too early with Schottenheimer. Now they have Shane Waldron, who was a passing coordinator uh, prior to becoming a Seahawks offensive coordinator, passing coordinator with the Rams. So uh, he wants to throw the football. I mean, if you're a passing coordinator, you're you're coming up with ways to throw the football. Uh, You make the move for Gabe Jackson. We talked about that earlier. Uh, So DK Metcalf, 1275 and a half receiving yards, nine uh, receiving touchdowns. Yeah, I love the Metcalf over here, Pritch. I'm a big Metcalf fan. Every time I see Metcalf make a catch, I say to myself, Patriots, why did you take Nikhil Harry over Metcalf? (laughs) It drives me nuts here, Pritch. You should say Uh, that. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Uh, but hey, what are you going to do? You know, it's in the past. I can't gripe over it anymore. But um, I'm high. I love Matt Cap. I think he's a guy that, um, again, the physical specimen, uh, you know, unbelievably physically uh, gifted player. But it's a guy that is getting better each year. He's going into year three. Um, he had 58 catches for 900 yards in his rookie year. Year two, he explodes for 83 catches for 1,303 yards. So this is a guy I like betting on a young player who has gotten better each year. And uh, one thing Belichick always talks about is that year two leap, going from year one to year two. You saw Metcalf take that leap. Right. And also just in the playoffs, a lot of these playoff games, Bridge, you know, we saw Russell Wilson just chuck the ball up when he's trying to make a play. Metcalf goes and gets it for you. So I'm high on Metcalf. I would take that over 1275 and a half. Touchdowns, I'm not so sure, but I like that over quite a bit. A guy that is ascending, who's got a great quarterback throwing him the ball. Uh, but what do you think, Pritch? Are you as high on Metcalf as I am? Oh, yeah, he's a beast. Uh, I'm looking at Tyler Lockett, too, 1,000 uh, and a half receiving yards, seven and a half receiving touchdowns for his totals. So you have two receivers right there for Russell uh, Wilson uh, with some lofty numbers, but I, I think those are obtainable. Uh, like, yeah, DK Metcalf, he's a beast. Uh, like you said, physical specimen. Run after the catch, uh, I think, is underrated, too. Uh, but he gets open. Uh, he does drop the ball from time to time. But I think with more experience, that's going to go away, certainly. Uh, but, you know, I'm high on Metcalf as well. Yeah, and again, you mentioned his teammate, Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. I like kind of his over as well, 1,005 uh, yards. What's funny, model of consistency, la- model of consistency. last two seasons, Pritch, uh, Tyler Lockett had 1,054 yards and 1,057 yards. So you can like set your clock to this guy. uh, And obviously a guy who can come up with some really acrobatic catches has been uh, a guy that Russell Wilson has really looked to. And also like kind of betting on teammates because you know, you can't really double one or the other and leave the other one open. Like they can play off each other and they play different kind of style games. Uh, so I think that could be a benefit where uh, if you double lock it or you double Metcalf, lock it can really feast down the middle, that sort of thing. So I like that over. And I just think, again, you got to think in your head how you can cash these over bets. Mm-hmm. And if you got a player like Russell Wilson, a guy who doesn't miss any time, knock on wood for my over nine and a half win total there uh, with the Seahawks bridge. I love targeting these two top receivers right. to the over, especially with an extra game. What about the receivers for the Rams with the new quarterback? You got uh, Cooper Cup, uh, a thousand and a half uh, receiving yards, and then you got Robert Woods with a thousand and a half receiving yards. 
Yeah, I love both those players. I mean, Robert Woods, a guy who uh, Buffalo probably regrets letting go of, uh, but really had a you know resurrection there with the Rams. Uh, I'd maybe lean Woods a little bit more. He's a guy that um, I have maybe less injury concerns about. Cooper Cup, a guy who's great, uh, kind of like a Julian Edelman type guy who catches everything and uh, can get you ten catches, um, you know, a game. And the other thing is like. Um, I got, I want to look at some some prop bets for total number of receptions, Pritch, especially with some of these uh, possession type receivers. Right. So that could be another way to to bet some of these guys. But um, I don't know, Cup. I just get worried that he could get injured. I know football, anyone could get injured, but maybe I'd lean a little bit more Woods. But you would think with Stafford, hey, it's a guy who can uh, really get get both these guys the ball. But what's your take, Pritch? Would you lean one or the other? Do you like both? Do you like neither? What do you think? I'm leaning over on a lot of situations just because of the nature of the National Football League. Uh, moving to these college concepts. We, we have so many talented quarterbacks uh, in the league right now, Josh. And uh, whether you're going by tiers uh, and, and trying to determine who's the best quarterbacks or the better quarterbacks, but you have Matthew Stafford coming to this football team with those two guys. I mean, a thousand yards in 17 regular season games it all depends on health for sure. Uh, but those numbers, uh, those numbers are doable. Yeah, I think they are, Pritch. And again, you know, I get a little nervous when I take a lot of overs because as a contrarian better, you know, hey, I'm a big unders guy because you worry that, hey, are these numbers shaded? Do the odds makers know that the public will just hammer the DK Metcalf over and I'm getting into a bad number? Yeah. But I think your overall point is, again, really well taken. It's an offensive league. Mm-hmm. The, all the uh, all the rules are geared toward offense. The pass interference calls. Um, you have such an advantage playing the offensive game that, uh, the, and again, fantasy drives everything, Pritch. We want points. Right. You put more people tune in. The more points, the more yards, the more touchdowns, uh, the more people watch, and I think generates more eyes. So, again, betting the over, maybe maybe could be worth it in just a general sense. Yep, and 17 regular season games unprecedented for the books, too. So, uh, I think we're all new to this uh, new normal with the National Football League. Come up next, we got Josh Applebaum's grossest play of the day at cash <laughs> yesterday. Let's see what happens coming up uh, on the program on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my dad. <laughs> Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. 
Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like da 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Bet without fear on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Sign up using bonus code VSIN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Once again, it's promo code VSIN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia or West Virginia excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia and Washington, D.C. 800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania and West Virginia. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line. 800-889-9789 in Indiana. It's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, Just finalizing, I guess the report is out there now, Josh. Uh, Randall uh, Randall Cobb is now a Packer uh, once again. Uh, Rodgers wanted him, and now he's got him. So here you go. The mechanism of this new contract for Aaron Rodgers in play here as Randall Cobb returns back to the Packers. Yeah, exactly right, Pritch. So we're, we're wondering what those quote-unquote mechanisms are. Well, one of them is, is named Randall Cobb here. So uh, just going with my uh, my Breaking Bad reference earlier where we've seen, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers go from Walter White to Heisenberg. I think he said, I need Jesse Pinkman back. If I'm going to cook, I need Pinkman. Right. If we're going to work together, I need my right-hand man. So uh, I just I had to throw that reference in, Breaking Bad. 
reference number three today. One of one of my favorite shows of mm-hmm. all time. Yeah. No, it's the three <laughs> receiver league now. We were just talking about that with the receiver props uh, at NFC West. You have to have at least three receivers. And I think that was something that Aaron Rodgers wanted to highlight. Uh, yeah, we have Adams and we have other guys that can get the job done, but we don't have a consistent player like I've had with uh, Cobb over the years. So uh, I think he demanded that and he got it. Yeah. And again, the chemistry, you know, you don't have to worry about maybe uh, them picking up things up too slowly. I mean, it's just kind of uh, when you work with a guy for so long and have so many touchdowns, so many connections, I think you're not going to miss a beat bringing him in there. And also that's a sign that it Rogers finally management, you know, Rogers is flexing his muscle here and he's getting some results and it. It makes total sense as a quarterback driven league. Packers, uh, all their all their hopes this year hinge on Rodgers. So he's here. You might as well make him happy. I don't know what the out. You know what did they get? Pritch was it a late round pick for yep. Cobb? Something twenty twenty two late imagine, round pick. Yeah, I can't imagine it being a lot. Maybe a six rounder. I mean, this guy you probably got pretty low here. Um, so that's something to keep an eye out for. Now, the one thing I would mention the line uh, for that Week One uh, matchup there: New Orleans Saints and uh, and the uh, and the and the Packers here, Pritch. It was minus three Saints. Mm-hmm. It's flipped now completely to uh, minus three Packers. The one thing I'd look for. <laughs> Number one, just incredible movement right. here. And if you if you jumped on Rodgers, you know, or before we knew it was Rodgers, or, or before these books adjusted and got the plus three Packers, uh, you're gonna that's Hall of Fame closing line value right there. Um, but also, can you find a two and a half? Is there a minus two and a half out there? If it's minus three, to me, I'm not making that bet on the on the Packers anymore. You missed the key number, and now you know they win by three. You push. If there's a two and a half, I could be intrigued. But if anything, you know, does it get to three and a half? I would say. If, if the Rodgers love, uh, you know, builds and builds and builds getting to week one, can you get the three and a half with the Saints at home? That could be intriguing, but definitely you feel good if you jumped on the Packers early because that line has really, really moved. Yeah, great feeling to have uh, plus three uh, with the Packers and Aaron Rodgers and <laughs> Al Cobb uh, and uh, unsettled quarterback situation there with New Orleans uh, as well as uh, a top receiver injured to start the year, too. So the turning to baseball, uh, Josh, uh, a nice game, Yankees and Tampa. You had a matchup uh, in the bottom uh, half of that inning there that could have turned either way, certainly. Uh, Chapman gets the job job done. Uh, Tampa Bay in this one, minus 125, eight and a half the total in this game today. Yeah, Pritch, I was on the Yankees last night, and uh, what an epic roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got to uh, pour one out for Yankees betters last night because you had to work for that one. I feel like <laughs> I was on the mound trying to get that last right. out with Chapman. But um, I'm, I'm going Yankees again tonight, Pritch. This matches to me as a very sharp line move with New York. Also kind of a gambler's fallacy tr- uh, play here because uh, Ray's great record, 60-41, and 41, add Nelson Cruz, a uh, team that is – kind of the public kind of really likes, they don't understand how they keep winning, but they like to back them because they, they find a way. However, um, even though you have about two thirds of bets on Tampa tonight, uh, this is a matchup between Michael Waka and Nestor Cortez. Uh, Waka hasn't been very good as the area is like five. Uh, everyone's been Tampa yet. The line is moving to the Yankees. I think the idea is there's no way the Yankees win again. Tampa's a good team at home. They got to bounce back and win this one. However, Tampa open around minus 140. They're down to minus 125. Pritch. That's been a big move toward New York going from uh, around plus 130 down to plus 115 uh, overnight line movement was big to the Yankees. Mm-hmm. That told me right off the bat that that line was kind of high uh, Yankees a match as a road division dog, a dog with a high total. Also, they're getting healthier. You're getting judge back. You got him back last night. You're getting geo Urshela back that lineup, which you and I were saying, I can't even recognize their five through nine hitters. Never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to look like the Yankees a little bit here. Um, so I grabbed the plus money. 
Also, keep an eye on the over in that one, Pritch. Um, typically, uh, I like a lot of unders and domes and closed closed roof stadiums. It's just uh, perfect conditions for the pitcher. Ball doesn't travel. But at the trap tonight, it's a rare trap juiced up over. It's eight and a half minus 120 to the over. Uh, you don't see that too often. And I think um, with Waka, a guy who maybe the Yankees get to and put up five early on, I'd lean over there and I, I got to play on the Yankees there. Uh, grab shop around best number plus 119 right now. Maybe. Okay. And we got plus 115 out here uh, to South Point here in Vegas uh, on that game. You know, Josh, uh, the matchup between the Dodgers and the Giants uh, a few weeks ago, actually last week, I think uh, when it was in LA, cashed two tickets on that series <laughs> matchup that week. Uh, and so we get a, a doozy of a game last night again. The Giants prevail. Here we go. The Giants at home plus 115, uh, seven and a half to total here. Yeah, so Pritch, every time we do a show together, I try to like, you know, entice you or try to uh, figure out one play that we can sweat together. <laughs> You're a G-Man fan because the G-Men had those, uh, well, they went three of four. They cashed some big tickets for you in that series against mm-hmm. the Dodgers. They do it again last night. You had to sweat. It was a two-to-one game. You needed a, a really bad throwing error by Cody Bellinger in order to cash that winning run late. But I'm going back to the well with San Fran here. Okay. I think if you keep getting plus money on a really good team at home who has really fought and played well against the Dodgers. I'm going to keep taking the plus money also with a line move toward the giants here. This is another gambler's fallacy uh, type pick. And when I mean gambler's fallacy, it just means that the public says Dodgers are great. They lost last night. They have to bounce back and win tonight. I don't think you should ever, you know, you know, go toward a game uh, or go into a game, a handicap thinking that way. What you take it individually, look at what, uh, the numbers are telling you, and they're telling me that the Giants are taking in some action. This open Dodgers uh, minus 135. They're down to minus 125. This thing has moved uh, pretty good here to uh, to San Fran. Plus 125, plus 120. Now down to plus 115. Uh, San Fran's been good at home. Right. Uh, they are 45 or 35, 32 and 15 at home. 24 and 17 as a dog. They've hit righties very well. 45 and 24. Uh, so with a sharp line move. Uh, with having kind of having the Dodgers number here, we may have to sweat this one out, Pritch, but I'm looking at San Fran. I'll take that plus money again at home. Yeah, I'm going to take that plus money too. I mean, last time Bueller was on the bump at home, uh, he pitched very, very well. He's 10 and 1. Uh, but when he came out, the game is when the Giants pounced. Uh, and that's the ticket that I cashed too. So I think the Giants, with the edge that they know that they can get to the Dodgers bullpen, just survive uh, Bueller uh, for seven innings, whatever the case may be. Now, Bueller was upset that he got pulled from that game. He really was. And again, great pitching matchup here. We talk about Bueller as a uh, Bueller, Bueller, who remember, remember <laughs> Ferris Bueller's day, uh, day off here, Pritch. Um, but good matchup. D Sclafani. Let's mm-hmm. not, let's give him some credit. He's 10 yeah. and four, 2.87 ERA. This guy's been really, really good. He was kind of a, a journeyman guy. Never really broke through. I think he was with the reds before uh, and kind of died and went to heaven there by the bay. Uh, but I'm liking also keep an eye on the under, Pritch, it was a it was a two to one game last night. Uh, sometimes think one thing I look for is like contrarian unders for winning teams for really good teams. It's a system that I learned back in the day when two really good good teams go head to head. Uh, public loves the over. Typically, it's really tight, and sometimes you see these lower scoring games. So we do have the under juiced up minus one fifteen. Great pitching matchup under seven and a half. I could be intrigued by that. All right, let's get to the grossest play of the day. Uh, it involves the Orioles. So uh, <laughs> I didn't know if you could get any more gross than you did yesterday with the Tigers, but that one cashed. Uh, today you're getting gross again with the Orioles. 
Oh yeah, getting gross. And why is this a gross one? Because I'm going to lay a minus number with a team <laughs> with a 34 and 65 record. I mean, talk about disgusting here. But uh, I kind of like this spot. I, I like it because it doesn't make any sense, Pritch. And when I was a early uh, in early into sports betting, if something made no sense. I'd bet against it. I wouldn't believe it. It doesn't matter if I, if you believe it or not. What is the market telling you? The line's moving to the Orioles here. We saw the Marlins just make that trade. So Starling Marte is now not going to be in the lineup. That's a good hitter. That's now uh, taken out of the lineup here. Uh, Jorge Lopez has got like a 5.8 ERA for Baltimore. Makes it even grosser, which makes me like it even more. So I'm laying, <laughs> I'm laying a minus number with a bad team with a pitcher with a high ERA. However, Pritch, my saving grace is, you know, as a, as a data-driven analytics type better, you know, Baltimore, everyone's betting Miami here, but Baltimore opened like minus 113, right. they're up to minus 127. Why is the line moving further to Baltimore if they're quote unquote the worst team with the worst pitcher uh, and everyone's betting Miami? This one just stinks to me. This is a complete data driven play. I'm going to lay it. It's gross. I'm going to lay with the O's at Camden Yard, see if we can uh, we can sneak one out here. Okay, yeah, because the hazmat suit is back on with that play for sure. Uh, Josh, <laughs> how about Washington and Philly? Uh, are you on the Phillies here? Uh, they're minus 220 at home. Eight is the total. I am on the Phillies, Pritch. It's a big number. You're not getting the best of it. That That is all true, and I think Adam Burke made some great points earlier. But um, I bet this a little bit earlier. I think I got like minus 200, kind of around there. Uh, big spot. Didn't get the overnight line, unfortunately. But uh, Philly, huge move. I think this thing is going even higher. Open minus 175, up to minus 230. Could go to 240, Pritch. Uh, you know, maybe you're enticed by a run line here, but no Trey Turner. We do have yeah. uh, favorites minus 200 or more, 70% win rate this year. I'm going to go Phils with Wheeler. All right. Good luck with everything. I'm on the Giants with you, uh, plus money right there. Situation at home. Uh, we'll be sweating that out uh, this evening for sure. That'll do it for the program today. Coming up next on VSIN, my guys in the desert right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll see you. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, 
that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, of all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.